This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, hitting it up with a podcast on a Monday, 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 Monday after the weekend. Al is just four or five days away from heading west. He's going to find some bliss in Seattle and Alaska, but for now he's going to give you bliss and he's going to entertain you. Entertain us, Al. Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? Oh, welcome uh, aboard or back or something or other. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, me. Yes, thank yes, you. Uh, yes, welcome I was back. Off Friday. That's right. You were off on Friday, yes. yes. Jerry, I'm uh, having problems with uh, my mailman in my area. I mean, in your building? In my building. It's uh, actually a male uh, woman. Okay. Although, who knows that this time of year could be a vacation. But, yeah. Um, well, I feel like the post office is all screwed up right now because of Amazon and the UPS and FedEx. And uh, Do we even have, like, normal postmen do. anymore? Do we? Well, yes. We I do. I feel like I have a different guy every... I feel like I have a different person delivering the mail. You do. Maybe now Weekly. because it's the summer and they're on summer vacay, as I, I say. But I'm in an apartment complex where it's very... Which, if I was a male person, this would be my dream job. You right. open up all of the mailboxes at one time, and you just slide in the... In the slot. In the slot. Yeah. Well, I have been getting other people's mail, and my mail has been going to other people. Now, when I get somebody else's mail, I will uh, put it by their door. Right. Which someone has been doing for me as well. But, like, I, got a, I had a medical bill that came, mm. went to somebody else. I had an easy pass violation that went to somebody else. And it's going to be days later. And I actually complained on the U.S. Post Office website. How'd that go for you? You get some free stamps? No, I will say they were very attentive to my complaint. And they wrote to me multiple times to say we are looking into this. Then we looked into it. We talked to the But it happened again yesterday. I think you got to get some free stamps out of this. Complain again. Right. Not only free stamps, Jerry. One of those, like, you know, the Mr. Rogers stamp. Something. Elvis stamps that are worth money. Yes. You're not going to get that. I mean, just put it in the right slot. I mean, barely get mail anymore because we're, everything's on the internet. So you would think the post office would want to hang on to their customers. Right. Mail has basically become nothing but uh, mailer flyers. Yes. For stores with uh, discounts. And an occasional, if it's not a monthly bill, all my monthly bills I get emailed to me. Right. But if you have a medical bill or you easy pass violation you didn't know you did, they mail it to you. Correct. Now, let's say I never got that mail because let's say somebody threw it in the garbage. You now pass due very quickly. Right, I'll be arrested by the Easy Pass police. Which reminds me, I have a parking ticket I got to pay. About six months overdue. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's one hundred and five dollars now. Went from sixty-five to one hundred and five. I would just claim that the mailman put it in the wrong box. Yeah, I can't do that. So I guess I'm gonna have to complain again, Jerry. Uh, yeah, I mean you're good at that. <laughs> I'm I can't very wait good to at see it. Yeah, the reviews when you're back from Alaska. Like, do you set aside three days to write reviews? No. I- I almost wrote a review the other day for a Greek restaurant I went to. Mm-hmm. And then Gina was like, 
oh, will you stop? Like, that's somebody's business. I go, yes, I just want the p- other people to know this is not a four-star restaurant as it's showing. It's a three-star. Nothing wrong with three-star, but it's not four-star. It's like, you're not a Hall of Famer, but you're really good. You're all right. No, you're all right. Really good is four-star. Five-star is like, wow, this place is amazing. All right. But this was a three-star place. It was fine. Right. It wasn't great. It wasn't worth the money, but well, it wasn't terrible. Back. I will not go back. E, that's not a good. So me, I really should be me, a that's two. that's a two-star. Thank you. If you wouldn't go back. You hear that Greek restaurant? You're now a two-star. Hmm. So, you know, all we have, Jerry, although I will say when I tried to find the restaurant yep. uh, for Saturday night, forget it. I'm on Yelp and Open Table. I gave you a place. And even, right, all I need, though, even a place is four-star restaurant with a 300 reviews. Yeah. I'll find the handful of people that didn't like it. Well, and you're I'll never like, going to find 100%. I would like to that. have 100%. But you're the one that tells me you got to look at the overall number. That's you, what I thought. But then you start reading it. Why would you do that? I will say, you gave me a restaurant recommendation. I'll be honest with you, it sounded a little expensive. I've got oh, a big, it's not cheap. I got a big trip coming up. I didn't want to... Um, it was not cheap, but the yeah. place you went to wasn't cheap either, was it? No, but okay. it wasn't. It, you were giving me a steakhouse. Steakhouse to me equals big dollars. It's only you and your girlfriend. Yeah, but she likes to have wine when we go out, and that's where they get you, Jerry. So you spend a couple hundred bucks on dinner. I need a BYOB place. You're going to be spending a couple, a couple hundred bucks on you're dinner. You're going to be spending a couple hundred bucks on soda next week. I'm not getting the soda package. Yes, you are. I will say, Jerry, I've made the same um, cruise Alaskan cruise joke already to Gina a number of times, and we're not there yet. How's that going? Uh, it's going all right. What's the joke? The joke is uh, we're going to Alaska, so she'll keep reading to me. She's very excited about the trip, and she'll say, um, ooh, it says here that um, uh, almost everywhere you look, there's whales. And then I go, and that's just at the buffet line. <laughs> Get ready. It's a home run. You Oh, and it's accurate. <laughs> You're going to find a lot of big people. You know, that's, yeah. that's not making fun of anybody. No. Have at it, man. Have a blast. But there are going to be a lot of people that a lot are of very big, overweight. At a lot of big buffet. folks. As you, has it sunk in yet? Like, yes, Jerry. You're going to Alaska. Yeah. Alaska. It's not sunk in yet, no. At what point do you think, like, does the boat leave from Seattle or do you it have does. to fly to Alaska no, from we, Seattle? No, we, the boat leaves from Seattle. So that's not so bad. Like, you're not going to land in alaska no and the seattle weather by the way is looks awesome right 82 just, degrees and sunny every day is out of your nine days you're only there for two of them that's fair i cannot believe it's going to be 40 degrees at night in alaska 40 degrees yeah i wasn't although i should have known like when you when something's freezing you're like oh it's like alaska in here and that's but where i've chosen to August. go even Alaska that has insufferable winters has a short summer season. That's always my luck, though, Jerry. Like, when I went to Arizona one uh, winter for a vacation, the, like uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's, yeah, it was freezing there. People are like, yeah, it's normally warm. I'm like, well, what am I doing here? Why is it cold when I'm here? Right. Well, I mean, I went there a couple weeks ago, and I got a, it was a, a boob. It was 100, 130 degrees. Sandstorms. Jerry, I was sad to read this morning that Charlotte Ray... I saw this. this she sucks. played uh, Mrs. Garrett on The oh. Facts of Life and on uh, Different Strokes. She passed away. 92. It's a great run. Great run. I still want to see 100, but 92 is pretty good. That's a great run, and she was uh, she dished advice. I feel like she seemed old when I saw her on Different Strokes. and Right. So think of this. So she dies at 92. Yeah. 
Not different. Uh, if you go back to the, just, I'll I'll take it to the facts of life. Okay. That had to have been 35 years ago. Would you not agree? Yeah, I wonder if this article has it in there. Which would have put her in her 50s. She looked old then. 1978, she was on different strokes. How about that? Right, so that's 40 years ago. She left left Facts of Life in uh, 1986. Really? That show was on for a long time. That's 32 years ago. So she was 60. Wow. And she had 32 years to go. Yeah. It's like another lifetime, in a way. Wow, check about this. She wrote a book. Shared memories. Uh, her Charlotte Ray shared many of her Hollywood experiences in a book. She was sober for 44 years and discovered that her husband was bisexual. That memoir came out in 2015. No kidding. That would be hard to deal with. Last year, she said, at 91, every day is a birthday. I want to tell everybody, celebrate every day, savor the day, and be good to yourself. Love yourself, and then you can be good to others and be of service to others. I think she's right. Who was your favorite um, cast member on Facts of Life? Joe was the tomboy? Yeah. I liked Blair. Yeah, Blair was the stuck-up cheerleader. Right, exactly. I like Joe. I don't know why. What about Different Strokes, favorite character? Different Strokes. Why am I blanking on a Different Strokes? That was uh, Arnold, Willis, oh, Mr. Drummond, um, Dudley. Yeah, I like the You were telling me off the air that you liked the guy who ran the bike shop in the one episode? Why am I totally blanking on a Different Strokes? Different right Strokes, now? Todd Bridges. Oh, I'm so, yeah, the the sister. You like the sister? Yeah. Dana, I think yeah. her name was. Dana Pluto? Dana Plato. Plato. Yeah. I forget what her name was in the series. I don't remember. But uh, Mrs. Garrett was their housekeeper at one point? Yes. Now I got to find out her character name. All right. Different strokes. You take the good... When I worked with Ron and Fez, Fez every once in a while would sing the different strokes theme. Yeah. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts alive. Kimberly Drummond. The facts alive. Dana Plato. She's dead. Dana Plato. I believe she died. She is passed away, unfortunately. Horrible. Yeah. I got imagine Conrad Bain has to have passed away by then because he looked old at the time, too. He right? did look very old. He is Conrad Bain. He pulled that out of nowhere unless you had a list in front of you. Maybe he's maybe he is still alive. Wow. Right now, Conrad oh, Bain's. No, listening. he passed away in 2013. Oh. He was 90. Conrad. Wow, what a run some of these people had on uh different strokes. What was your favorite show growing up? Sitcom. Sitcom growing up? Yeah. As a kid? For me, it was Three's Company, hands down. That was great. I always liked on Three's Company the double entendres and like Mr. Furley or or Mr. Roper would overhear something and he'd think something and get it wrong, something sexual was going right. down. Like like Jack and Chrissy and Janet might be like uh, fixing the plumbing in the kitchen. They think they're fixing his plumbing. Yeah, and then Mr. Roper would be about to go in and he'd overhear them in the kitchen. He'd be like, "Janet, grab my tool." He'd be like, "What?" <laughs> And then he and Mrs. Roper never had anything going on. No. He wasn't interested. Right. I was wondering when that stopped. <laughs> when they were in their 30s. Well, they looked old then. I bet they were young in that show. She always wore a house coat, though. So in fairness to Mr. Roper. Right. Now, now who they were who? Norm Fells. Norman, Norman Feld. Feld. I do not remember and she that. she was who? I do not remember her oh, name. How do you not remember? 
Mrs. Roper was Audrey Lindley. I like Mr. Furley better than Mr. Roper. Do you know when Audrey Lindley was born? Well, who is this? Is so, uh, the redheaded Mrs. woman? Mrs. Roper. Mrs. Roper. So Stanley. She was born in 1918. Wow. <laughs> this entire podcast is going to be unrelatable. <laughs> to yo- Like when you look at demographics of who listens to podcasts, it's younger people. We're talking about sitcoms from the 70s. Mr. and Mrs. Roper and Ralph Furley. Mm. Don Knotts, who had to have been Don born in the, somewhere in the teens as well. Yeah, Google Don Knotts' birth date. All right. Don Knotts was born in... 1924. Wow. Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley. Also from the uh, Andy Griffith show. Do you remember the... the, Barney Fife. Do you remember Jack Tripper's friend, the Playboy type guy who would always go to the Regal Beagle? Larry. Yeah. Lived upstairs. Yeah, the Regal Beagle. Yeah, of course. And then Jack Tripper was pretending to be gay so that he could live with the two girls. Right. And Mr. Roper... Uh, always thought he was gay. Right. And he'd always look, give it the camera a weird look whenever Jack did something that he felt was a gay characteristic. Can you do that show now? I don't know. Now, you, Will and Grace are about, right? Will right. and uh, his buddy, they're gay in the show, right? right? Correct. It's such a different time. Like, so all those sitcoms from the 70s, so many of them, like, you can't, you couldn't do them anymore. No. And did you see there, there might be a reboot of ALF? I did see that. I'm interested in That's Alf. kind of cool. I did like Alf. I was a fan of Alf. Jerry, I am heading hey, to really? I am heading to Seattle, as you mentioned. Now, I looked on the day I'm getting there, the Mariners are in Houston. But on my return trip home after the uh, cruise, that Friday night, which I'll be spending in Seattle, uh, they're playing the Dodgers at Gonna home. Going to go? I'm thinking about it. You should. And if I do, I'm going to get those crickets that you can eat. You should go. You might I actually might enjoy that. yourself. You'd be surprised. You go to a game that actually has people, yeah, and atmosphere, and it's the Dodgers, which means the place is going to be half Mariner fans, half Dodger fans. And look at this, Jerry. I don't know if this is the night that I was thinking of going. Let's see. The Seattle Mariners will honor, on uh, August 20th, they're doing Alice in Chains night. That's a Monday. That's a Monday. Okay. Yeah, they've come to the rooster. Oh, yeah. The evening will celebrate the release of... Of their newest album. Oh, they have boy. a new album? Rainer Fog. In 2018, Alice in Chains has yeah. an album? Really? Huh. In addition to watching Each Man in the Batter's Box, fans who purchase tickets through this location with the code ALICE will receive an Alice in Chains t-shirt, a Rainer Fog CD, and be treated to a listening party. Well, that doesn't sound so great. They formed in 1987. Hmm. They should have one of those dudes throw out the first pitch. Well, one of those guys passed away as well, right? And Alice in Chains, the true? lead singer. I was not aware of that. Well, this is like a death um, podcast you're doing today. Jerry Cantrell, you told yeah. me he died? I believe he's passed. Is that true? Google that. I may be wrong. I don't I think, I think you're wrong. Yeah, he's he's alive, and he's still the singer. Oh. Well. Got that wrong. <laughs> At least I was right with Conrad Bain. True. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember ever doing like a homage to Alice in Chains as bumper music one day, which, you know, I like to do when someone passes. Yeah. I was just going to give you a couple headlines here, Jerry. Lane Staley passed away. Ah, that was it. Lane Staley. He was the guitarist, I believe. He was the co-lead vocalist. Co-lead vocalist. Yeah. 
Well, here's a headline for you. Uh, Men are bleaching and waxing their butts in new manscaping trend. (laughs) Did you know a lot of guys are shaving their butts now? I was not aware. And having their butts bleached and waxed, according to Men's Health. What part of the rear end is being bleached? Well, the opening. Why? Like, what does that do? That's a great question. What does that do? Could you imagine? I always think about this. Mm -hmm. When you're going to have some sort of a minor procedure or a minor surgery, if it's not necessary and something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. So in a case like this, you're Al Dukes Mm -hmm. and you go to get your butt bleached. Right. And you come down with a virus or some bacteria form. Sure, sure. Because of your butt bleaching. Right. Like, had I not gone in for that procedure... You'd be fine. None of this would have happened. If Woody had gone straight to the police... <laughs> this would never have How happened. do you explain that one to your mom? Eh, that's a great one. That's a great <laughs> question. I don't know. Like, how do you explain that on the radio when you're out for a week? Right. Butt bleaching gone bad. Right. You really don't have an answer, do you? I do not. Right. How about this one? There's another one that they think is going to start catching on. Which is what? Men having their jaws injected with filler to get a, quote, macho mouth. Macho mouth. Macho mouth. I love that song. Again, I don't know what that means. Macho mouth? I don't either. I have no idea. Next headline, Jerry. These are just headlines. Butt bleaching. Vagina beer. I saw this. This is horrendous. Vagina beer goes on sale in Poland, made what? from, quote, the essence of hot underwear models. So what does that mean? Does that mean a girl, like one of these models, It just is does the, a deed and infuses? No, it says it just seems like it has the essence. I guess it has the scent and taste of what they imagine that should smell and taste like. Quote, imagine the seafood beer. Imagine the woman of your dreams, your object of desire, her charm, her sensuality, her passion. Now you can try how she tastes, feel her smell, hear her voice. With vagina beer. Right. (laughs) What? Yeah, vagina beer. It's going on sale, Jerry. All right. I wonder if they have that on tap anyway. Yes, I think they will. The label says, quote, you are drinking the essence of Pauline. An underwear model. Who comes up with this? The founder of the company. All right, there's the answer. (laughs) Describes the process by which a gynecologist took smears from hot models and had the lactic acid bacteria isolated in a lab that is then used in the beer so they're rubbing the vagina i don't know what they're, they're swabbing doing. it swabbing there's sw- wow i hope these uh, models know that's what's going on i'm sure they're being paid for it probably i would think i would hope so the cost in all this is in euros because it's in uh, poland uh the owner said quote we managed to find an investor who believed in this project and supported us financially how Good many euros him. Good question, Jerry. Let's see. 
Euros and dollars are very similar right oh, now. Oh, he was looking to how much he needed to raise 1,500 euros, which, is f- which he did. That's it? <laughs> That's $1,500, essentially. Oh, no, 150,000 euros. Okay, it's $150,000. Okay. It said he two years ago he tried to get this project funded, but only raised 1,500. He needed 150,000. I wonder, how do you sell that? Now a big investment. Hey, can I get some in. cash? We're going to start some vag beer. Vagina beer. 150,000 euros is $173,000 right now. What else you got there, Al? New Jersey dad gets kidney from stranger after wife posts on Facebook. I thought that's not allowed. Belmore, New Jersey. Oh, I guess. His wife, a desperate plea on Facebook for a kidney donor, and someone stepped up to the plate. See, I thought... I thought you had to, be, unless it was family. Yeah. I thought you had to be on a list, like on a donor list. Pretty nice. I don't know how that works. His wife uh, just put a posted on a, on Facebook and got somebody. Hmm. Facebook Facebook's interesting. A 28-year-old woman randomly saw a comment and locked in. How about that? It's very nice. That is helping out someone else. That is really helping people. Enough of this vagina beer stuff, the bleaching of the butt. This is a real story. Yes, that is a real nice, helpful story. Kidney. Yes. Did you give your kidney up if you had to? Uh, to a family member, I would. That's very nice of you. Close family member. Yep. Like sister. Eddie. Eddie, no. No. Wow. You didn't even think about it. <laughs> give Eddie my kidney? If he needed one. Oh, I, would, I hate him for him not to, to. Please do not ask me if you need one. <laughs> I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to no. say no. That's tough. You. That is uh that takes a special person. It does. For me, I I have children. You have children. You do not. <laughs> but I have family members. I would you make do. a short list of family members I would give a kidney to. My parents and my two sisters. And their nieces, children. Right, your nieces and nephews. Yes. What about the in-laws? Hmm. Like my brother-in-laws? No, I, your mother-in-law that you don't have. You know, I think I would give to my brother-in-laws. All right. All right, so that's two more people on the list. Nice. It's a big list. It is a big list. Keep <laughs> tabs on their health. <laughs> All right, Jerry. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs... They have I, like, an, I like doing this commercial. This is a good one. Yes, it is. I don't even consider it a commercial. No, it's an announcement. It really is helping people. I consider it my way of helping people instead of donating a kidney. This anyone can do. That's how simple this is, Jerry. It's the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs Office of Mental Health and Suicide Prevention. They've got a support line. You can call 1-800-273-8255 and you press the number one. Or they do online chat at veteranscrisisline.net. Or if texting is your thing, you can text them at 838-255. Now, what is this exactly? It is confidential support, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year for veterans and their family members, even those not enrolled in VA healthcare. You would call the Veterans Crisis Line if you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran. The website, VeteransCrisisLine.net, also uh, has information on there teaching you how to recognize signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, 
and how to respond to a veteran loved one in crisis. It's there all year round, Jerry. Unlike Boomer, who takes a lot of days off. <laughs> this does. is available 24-7, 365 days a year. And like Al said, it's not just for the veterans. It's for their families right. as well. So families if you have well. an issue, you have something you want to talk about, anything, yes. give them a call, give them a text, or do the online chat. Online chat. Get it done. Don't wait. It doesn't cost you anything. It's That's free. Right. I love free things. I know you do. Sometimes people hesitate when you have to pay. Like, I will sometimes know I have to go to the doctor, but I'm like, oh, this is, I know I got to re- meet, meet my deductible. I'll wait till it gets worse when it's free. No waiting. Oh, don't worry. You'll be paying for a lot next week in Alaska. I will be paying for a lot in Alaska. All right, Jerry, the warm up show is next. So, yep. Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, Monday morning. How are we doing? Albert Araldas Dukes. We got Eddie Scazzeri back from vacation. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, I was talking to Eddie. Uh, you know, Eddie gets up earlier than uh, the rest of us here. He said that I think the Yankee game was still on when he woke uh, up. Probably so. Four hours and 39 minutes. Horrendous. I, I did see someone tweeting that at 10 p.m., uh, this it was a scoreless game in the fourth inning. Yeah. 10 p.m. Yeah. Sounds about right. This game didn't end until almost 1 o'clock in the morning. So if you watch this game, you're probably not awake this second hearing this. I think this. you're probably still asleep. It's very possible. And you've got to be furious if you're a, a Yankee fan. Yes. Now Especially with you the way s- they lost. Yes. Now, I would normally come in here, Jerry, on a, on a on whatever day it was, Monday, Tuesday through Friday, whatever it yeah. is, and I'd go, uh, Jerry, uh, the Yankees have no shot at winning the AL East. And you'd say it's still early. The shot's small. Now they're nine and a half games back. Yeah, the shot has shrunk. I mean, Boomer took a vacation. The Yankees have dropped like <laughs> I know five you, games in the well, in the standings. When you lose four in a row to Boston, I mean, you go from five and a half to nine and a half real quick. You know, on Thursday I was with Evan as we were kind of previewing the series. Yes. In no way, shape, or form did I see a Boston sweep coming. You thought worst case scenario split and they don't gain any ground, correct? Uh, well, not worst case, but oh. I figured they get one. Some case. I mean, for God's sakes, they have one hit one night. I mean, Rick Porcello the other night looked like the Cy Young Award winner he was a couple of years ago. And then Nathan Avaldi, I mean. And if uh, I could have bet, you know how they keep saying in New Jersey, you'll soon be able to bet on your phone? Yes. If I if that were available yesterday, I'd have taken the Yankees because they thought they got to win one of these games. When they should have. They were winning 4-1, ninth inning. Two Should outs. One. Yeah. And then what happened? And it had that end. It's an Al Dukes podcast. Yeah. And then what did you do? <laughs> I mean, and Duhar. I mean, A-Rod was all over him in that inning. Let me ask you this, Jerry. If you could only pin the blame on that play on and Duhar or Bird for not scooping it up properly. I mean, you can't assume the scoop. But it hit his glove. Cannot assume a scoop. How but, about this? Reach him. So and Duhar gets the uh, grounder at third. Yeah. Some say he casually throws the ball over. I don't know if he was casual. I mean, he had to kind of hurry it. He was stepping back. A-Rod's big take was you got to skip towards first to make the throw. All right. So he one-hops it to Bird. Yes. Who, when you look in the slow motion, he is so stretched out. Right. That's what I'm saying. You can't fault him for that at all. Solid stretch, Jerry. Solid stretch. Could you stretch? I could. No, no. No stretch. He's stretched like how you see uh, gymnasts do splits. Mm Mm-hmm. He's lucky he didn't rip his groin. Right. 
that would have sucked. And that on top been... of being swept if you ripped your groin in the process. Painful. Not good. <laughs> Not good. So that was a terrible loss for them. Yeah, right? terrible series. Chapman threw 39 pitches, only 19. For... And the umpire was terrible, too. Oh, by the way. So would you fault Chapman for yesterday's game? No, Al. He walked three guys. Let's not blame him. Let's play all the blame on Jonathan Holder. <laughs> he was superb last night. Just checking. <laughs> no, come on. Just checking, What Gary. was funny was the entire time they kept they're showing J.D. Martinez on double deck. Then A-Rod's like, you know, if you're the Yankees, you really don't want to get to J.D. Martinez. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you want to end it here, right? Yes. You want to end it quickly. It's an interesting broadcast, too. I like Vascursion. And Jessica Mendoza and A-Rod at times are really good, and at times it's like, yeah, no kidding. They always look like in the beginning of the game when they're doing the the pregame type thing, they always look like someone has either told the joke or passed wind, and they're trying not to laugh. (laughs) Both could be true on many occasions. A-Rod could be doing that to throw them off. I would I would imagine so, yes. And then let me ask you this, Jerry, you're a baseball fella. You love the MLB network. I do, yes. Um, Matt Harvey returns tonight to yes. City Field. He'll have a press conference before a game he's not going to pitch in. He's having a press conference before the game? He's supposed to meet with the media today before the game. Right. Why wouldn't he pitch in this series? I don't it understand. Didn't line up that way. Well, why didn't they line it up correctly? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know he would go out and beat the Mets. It's just Perhaps, the kind of season the Mets are having. I guess. And what a boost of confidence that would be to him. For him? Yeah. I guess. I mean, he had, you know, he had a spurt of like three games in a row where he was good. Yes. He was not great. He was good. Beyond before it and after, not so much. Right. So maybe if you're the Reds, you're kind of like, maybe we'll give you an extra day. Because maybe they don't want to kill his confidence if he lost to the Mets. Uh, I suppose. And maybe he's a head case and this would be too much. Who knows? But he's not even a talker. So why would he volunteer to have a press conference like that? I, all I know is I read this morning he will meet with the media before the game. And he's not – I. You know, I was talking to Evan Thursday. He thought when he looked at it, he was going to be lined up to pitch Wednesday. It did not work out that way. He's lined up to pitch Thursday, I suppose. Uh, so he'll miss the series. But he's a guy that he's not a soundbite. He's not much fun, although he does say some things that get twi- Remember, what did he have? Didn't he have nipple problems or something? Yes. Right? Remember that? Yes, I did. Yes. He got very upset with the media when they took that and ran with it. Oh, with no. He had. Uh, what did he have? No, he, he, was, he had a urination issue. That he was, was it. He was holding in going to the bathroom. Correct. Because he didn't want to go to the bathroom. And then he got some sort of uncomfortableness down there and of from course, that. The headline writers had fun with it. Yes. And he was angry with the reporters who don't write the headlines. Right. Well, so, the good news is they'll be, well. What? Go ahead. I was going to say, is there even any uh, local New York people covering the Mets anymore? You know, not many, I wouldn't think. I was right. there yesterday. It was actually a you good are. game. The I, Met yeah, game. I went to the game yesterday. Um, it was a good game. They should have won. They didn't. They Welcome lost. To your t- I said to a, a buddy of mine I was at the game with, I said, your 2018 Mets in a capsule. Oswalt to Seawald, and the offense coming from somebody by the name of McNeil. Good luck. Well, it was no, the, the Yankees' huge series with the Red Sox, the two of the pitchers, who are they? Uh, yeah. Who are the I, starters? I, well, I mean, Chance Adams is a highly touted prospect. What are you talking about? You can't about? throw him against That's the like Red bringing Sox? up Syndergaard. He was fine if the Yankees would, I don't know, hit the ball. Now, if you want to talk about Voight, your thoughts Voight. on him. Voight? <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> know who Voight is. <laughs> All right. Is and then the John whole... Voight, maybe? Not John Voight, the actor? Luke. Luke Voight. Got it. The Hall of Fame, Jerry, was this weekend also, NFL. Your thoughts on Shane Robinson. Hall of Fame. Was he in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> no, he was not. 
He's in the Yankee lineup. So Bill Belichick went <laughs> yeah. in support of Randy Moss. Yes. And uh, the most of the talk was about Bill Belichick wore flip-flops. <laughs> Bill Belichick's going to be Bill Belichick. That's a weird look for uh, not going to the beach because that's in Ohio, right? Why? Mike Seglia wears flip-flops to work here every day. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible look. I will wear flip-flops out when I'm flip-flops down. Flip-flops or slides? Flip-flops with the thing that where your toe really? goes you in. you like the... that? Yeah. See, I can't wear those. Very uncomfortable. But to wear them with pants at a ceremony for the Hall of Fame, just a bizarre look. I kind of like, knew this was going to bother you. Because you know he doesn't get pedicures. So his toes are probably all I don't know about that. You know, Belichick's wrapped up with this girlfriend of his. You got wrapped up in a girlfriend of yours. You get pedicures now. Maybe Belichick does. He must be a completely different guy with that girlfriend. because yeah, she got, smiles. Right. She's like... Take a photo by this coconut tree, and there he is near a and, coconut tree. And sadly, you're the same or worse with your girlfriend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I do go uh, for pedicures. You and Bill Belichick, a lot in common. All right. All right. And then did you see Odell Beckham Jr., Jerry? This is weird to me. His dentist talked with TMZ. Because that's who everybody wants to talk yeah. to. <laughs> Quickly, get, down the, get the cameras down to Odell Beckham Jr.'s dentist. He implanted... Diamond crosses into Odell's teeth. Yeah, I would be very concerned with uh, chewing crunchy foods. Oh, I thought you were going to say being mugged and having the teeth out of his no. mouth. No, well, that too. Because now everybody knows there's diamonds right. in his mouth. Not smart. Not smart. No. Not and if you're chewing something uh, hard or chewy. You mentioned swallowing diamonds. Right. Or like, what if you want a $100,000 bar, the, the, the caramel and nougat? That'll go right on your diamonds. That's what you're worried yeah. about. Eating a candy bar. A hundred thousand dollar bar. <laughs> we gotta take a break. Or a hundred grand bar. Hundred thousand Which is, which is worth less something. than his mouth right now. Yes. Uh, probably significantly less. Now we have to take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Greg Giannotti joins us here at the top. He's back from a vacation, and then more from Al as well. I'm a fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. The Yankees did lose about five minutes ago, it feels like, to the Red Sox in the game. They blew a 4-1 lead in the ninth. Mets lost as well. We got about a minute and a half, Al. All right, Jerry. Uh, Raiders rookie Maurice Hunt. Are you familiar with him? Mo Hunt. Mo Hunt. Yeah. He uh, went to Michigan, and when he was at Michigan, he was an Uber driver. Good way to make some extra cash. Yes, and he said he wouldn't get recognized often because he's a lineman. Is that true? What are you laughing at over there? No, this TV just, <laughs> it was an image that just went up on the I see. I know I missed it because Gio's <laughs> laughing and you're laughing. I'm sorry. And I missed it. <laughs> so he got his side hustle on at Michigan. His side hustle on as an Uber driver. Now he's a Raider and he says he thinks he's still going to, going to be a part-time Uber why driver. Why the hell not? And what, way to pass the time. I actually enjoyed his reason why he wants to keep doing it. He didn't say for the extra money. Oh. He has a five-star Uber rating, <laughs> and he wants to keep it up. Yes. I think I have a five-star rating. As a passenger? I have a better rating than Greg and Boomer. If you remember, Minnesota yeah. we went over that. My rating was better, I think. And yeah. Greg was stunned. I didn't know that the drivers were rating us as well. Me neither, until he mentioned it. I will almost always give a five-star rating, but then some of the apps, either Lyft or Uber, asks you why you're giving it five, like talkative, like uh, entertaining driver. Yeah. Good music. Clean car. What do you put? I rarely put friendly driver. 
I'll do clean car because I do appreciate that when you get into an Uber yes. or a Lyft and it's nice. Or, or zero interaction with me. That's <laughs> right. Quiet. It's another Yankees car. box office blitz.